and welcome to Invitation to Desolation, Ramjack's once and final notice. Hello everyone, happy summer. Um, I'm Alex, and joining us today for Ramjack, as always, is our good friend Brad. Hello, citizens. Hello. Hope you got your cool chain ready. Um, especially with all that's going on in the world, a cool chain is what everyone needs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just a cool chain to wrap around the throat of the Supreme Court Justice of your choice. Or, you know, to coil in your hand to, to soothe you and keep you steady. But you know what? A cold chain can be used for lots of different things at lots different times. Lots of different things, different times, different places, different people. What's right for today? The only person that can answer that is you, listener, as you take it out of the back of your freezer and it's there dangling. How can you use your chain today for better, for good? I mean, for both I, there's yourself like, there's like, and others. There's like between six and nine uses that I can I can think of right off the top of my head that just would be real, real great for everybody, though. Hmm. Just, just saying, just saying, just saying, just saying. Brad, hmm? uh, speaking of summer, uh-huh. this was what I'm showing you is the first tiny tomato that my garden has produced this year. Whoa. Um, this is a variety of uh, miniature tomato. Uh, some people call them Tommy Toes. I didn't realize that was just oh. someone mispronouncing the word tomato until I was much older than I should have remem- realized what that was. Um, but it's just a tiny little, this is an heirloom. Uh, it says a yellow tomato, but it's more of an orange. I have not tried one of these yet. This is the first one that became ripe. I just picked it before nice. and washed it right before this podcast. I'm going to try you, it live on air. You're going to eat that tomato live on the podcast. Let's just do a little taste test. Alex is he's chewing the tomato. It's in his mouth. Oh, hmm. but what does he think? What does he think of this tomato? God damn, that was delicious. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, friend. I thought it was going to be... I wasn't sure what to expect. It was firmer than a lot of little tomatoes that I've had, hmm. and I liked that. Um, but just wow. I can see how it's a, an heirloom variety that people have kind of cultivated over over long periods of time. It was really good. Just snacking up on a tomato. Just like, be like just, just eating it like any other fruit. And wow. And it's something I get to do because our raised garden bed is off the ground. So those rabbits that are running wild in the neighborhood, they wish they could find a little ladder and mm-hmm. climb up there. Though I'm sure, surely ver- rabbits can jump vertical pretty high. I, yeah, rabbits, rabbits are pretty good at jumping. We may come home from White Wasp Island uh, and they all be snatched away. Who knows? Mm. Crafty rabbits. Wild. Wild. Brad, it's been so it's been so long since we recorded last. How's life? What's been uh, going on, friend? Oh boy, so many things. I mean, you know, like the last time we recorded, like we had a couple of rights left, and like um, I just got back from Cincinnati, and mm-hmm. uh, like yeah. So I mean, everything's changed since then. Uh, you know, no one has rights, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw the Elvis movie. So like everything's <sighs> everything's different now. Everything's different. Wow, I didn't realize so much. I mean, the the repealing of of rights. Yes, I didn't. That did not go unnoticed. But I did feel like there was a, a bigger shift than people may have realized. Yeah. I didn't want to say anything. No, it was the Elvis um, movie. It was the Elvis movie. There you go. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Women uh, don't have any control of their bodies. Um, yeah. No one has control over guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no separation of church and state. Yeah. Um, the Environmental Protection Agency cannot protect the environment. Native American sovereign land is no longer sovereign. We're about to, like, let the states do whatever they want with elections. So, um, but... 
Also, Tom Hanks was playing Colonel Tom Parker in a movie, and it was fucking weird. <laughs> I'm glad you said it was weird. Because um, oh, what else so would I want weird. from an Elvis movie with it Tom Hanks? It was so weird, Alex. It was so weird. Well, tell me what's up. What else? Well, um, first of all, uh, l- let me let me give some advice to everyone. If you're thinking about watching this film, if you can time it so that like whatever substance you're gonna ingest really hits your system, like right as the first song like kicks off, like if you can time an edible just right, and that first song, and then all of a sudden, whoa, um, it's quite the experience. <laughs> So, under the influence of an edible is the best way to watch this, you think? I I would say it's not a bad way to go. It's not a bad way to go. So, nice. okay. um this it it's the, it's the most Baz Luhrmanny Baz Luhrmann movie ever. Um Tom Hanks is so much weirder than we had anticipated. <laughs> I mean, yes, we all knew Tom Hanks was going to be playing a very weird version of Colonel Tom Parker. Uh, But was I expecting it to be this weird? I was hoping. And fulfilled. Like, amazingly weird. It's pretty much much the Colonel Tom Parker movie. Oh. It's amazing. Interesting. So Elvis, maybe 10 minutes, 30 minutes of footage. I mean, he's there, but like Tom, Colonel Tom Parker is, is narrating it. It's like him, like at old age, like looking back on his life. So like we're seeing like a Tom Hanks in all different levels of like kooky makeup doing the kookiest voice. I like, like a lot of Star Trek shows up in this movie, which I was not expecting from an Elvis movie. What do you mean? Uh, well, first Colonel Tom Parker is like, he's in, he's living in Las Vegas. It's the nineties. He's, he's old and dying. They drive by like the Star Trek experience thing that was in Vegas. And like they do like an effects thing where like the, like the light show, like enterprise kind of like, like (laughs) does a little circle. And I was like, that's weird. There's also a part where they're filming something at CBS and they just keep getting like the like these um you know the portraits of like the original star trek cast i'm like there was a lot of star trek in this elvis movie it's very weird the colonel Um, was very influenced i guess by star trek i think baz lerman just like just really trying to get a lot of star trek in there there's a lot of star trek and there's also a lot of colonel tom parker demanding elvis sing christmas songs so there's that from the get-go no there's like this whole there's this whole like there's this whole plot line where it's like he's supposed to be doing a Christmas special, but Elvis isn't doing a Christmas special. He's just doing an Elvis special. And Colonel Tom Parker's like, but don't worry. Next, he will be singing Here Comes Santa Claus. I promise you, next song, Here Comes Santa Claus. <laughs> like he's going back. He's threatening him. We need Santa Claus. It's, and Elvis is like looking at him like, what the fuck are you talking about, dog? What's amazing, like, he's such a great villain, but also he's so wrong about everything. It's like, like, like you see that, like what a shitty, awful person he is, but also like they make him just to be like really pathetic and <laughs> it's everything I could have wanted. It's, it's a perfect movie. It's a wonderful, perfect fucking movie. I can't wait to stream it. Uh, yeah, it's great. I can't recommend it enough. So everyone in these in these dark, 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 dark times, if you don't have a cool chain that you can wrap around between six and nine people's, you know, uh, throats to make the world a better place, maybe go see the Elvis movie. Is there anything else you can give us? 
I mean, about the Elvis movie. Don't feel pressured because I know we don't want to spoil things when yeah, things are too. Like, it is Elvis's life, so I mean, it's well known. It's just like it's everything we hoped for, but somehow weirder. Again, I think we were pretty much like on on the front lines of this looks weird, and it's weirder than I expected. <laughs> Wow. Like Tom Hanks is doing is doing some stuff. Like he needs to receive some sort of an award for this. I just don't know exactly what that award is. Can you get an award for what a weird thing you're doing? <laughs> the Here Comes Santa Claus Award. Advocating uh, for Christmas songs within a movie. This year it goes to Tom Hanks. Uh, the Oscars are coming up with a special award. The, the, um, greatest performance of someone demanding Santa Claus? Huh. Huh. It's pretty wild. <laughs> it's pretty fucking wild. I we didn't watch anything that's new that I can think of, uh, but we did watch something old that oh. was interesting that might be worth our time to talk about um, in these dark times. So, yeah. um, my wife's sister came up to visit big Fourth of July celebration with the family, and they stayed with us. And she has uh, two children, my children's cousins, and the three the three oldest ones. Uh, when my daughter went to bed, we're like, all right, Alex, we want to watch something that's like for older kids. Let's watch a scary movie. And one of the kids was like, oh, let's watch It, the new It. I'm like, guys, you're not ready for that. They're like, what do you mean? I can watch it. I bet you $100 I can watch it without flinching. And I'm like, kid, put your money away. I'm not going to take your money. That's irresponsible of me. Plus, we have to ask, ask your mom. You think she'll let you watch it? What do we have to ask her? Yeah, you got to ask her on that one. And I, you're not ready for it. Lame. Watch the trailer of it. Just be like, well, let's watch the trailer. Just, you know, because we can watch trailers and that's not going to be bad. Already freaking out. Looking at the trailer. I looked at their faces like brows furrowed confusion. I'm like, guys, what made you think you could watch it? How old are these kids? Uh, they're around 10 to uh, 11. This is ridiculous. Kids, I, listen, kids gotta grow the fuck up. Like, I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Look, the Pennywises of the world are very real. Ten they may not be clowns, but they are clowns, so to speak, uh, sitting on a court which they cannot, un- unless they're dead or impeached, be removed from. You gotta learn how to deal with these Pennywise motherfuckers. They belong in the sewer or whatever, wherever the the it monster is supposed to be from. Space, primordial, like ancient Earth. I don't know. But we couldn't watch that. But they wanted to watch a scary movie. Can we watch Nightmare on Elm Street? We watched the trailer. Nope. Can we watch what? Halloween? I've seen Halloween. I'm like, guys, you've already seen it. And I don't want to watch old Halloween again. I, I Plus, it's not streaming on any of the things. So... We were looking around and we finally found a movie that was rated originally like PG or PG-13 for the time and is old enough that I'm like, I don't think, I think this would be suspenseful and they can handle it, but also it has a, the edge is cut because it's so old and that was 1982's The Poltergeist. Nice. Okay. All right. Classic. I was like, this is a classic movie. Um, it sets up a lot of like horror tropes, kind of like it's 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 the reason it's 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 what it is. Yeah. So we sat down. We watched. We ended up watching it in two parts because they did get kind of scared halfway through, and we had to stop it because it was nighttime. Baby. But when they are children, kids. I'm talking shit about these kids. Like they might have even about ten years old to give them spooked by a Steven Spielberg movie. Mm. To be to give them a little bit more, slightly more credit um only one of them really got spooked and it was the youngest and she's not i think she might be nine or eight no she might be nine she's not she's old enough 
it was Poltergeist was originally rated PG, by the way. I don't know if it's a PG movie, but definitely PG thirteen. We only had PG and then like R. Oh yeah, I, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> Which is another reason I was like, all right. Um, and I remember Poltergeist. I was like, I don't think there's anything too crazy. But it'll be interesting to tell you what they did get scared of because it wasn't the parts that I thought, and they they were more puzzled by things. So what I forgot about was in the middle of Poltergeist, once the paranormal investigators show up and they're in the house, everyone whispers, I guess because they're afraid whatever Poltergeist is in the house or ghosts are going to hear them. But all the dialogue is now like in a hushed whisper. And they all just long talks about what ghosts are and what's it like in the afterlife. And there could be a light after you go. Some think if you head toward the light, you go join some energy thing and transition into another state of being. But some can't find the light. And during this, the kids are like looking at the TV, like their brows furrow. Not because they're scared, because they're like, not really because they're confused. At one point, they're like, Alex, are they just going to whisper for the rest of the movie? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, no, guys, it's supposed to be like thrilling like it's setting the scene it's like i don't know even after the movie they said their biggest criticism was you could have cut out 20 or 30 minutes of the whispering and it would have been a better film that's their words by the way so i'm like you're right but this was the this was the early 80s the concept of horror movies was it like hit like steven spielberg directed this he was pacing things in the right way and there's some neat setup um when when the tree reached through the window and grabbed the kid and pulled him in and ate it, they weren't scared so much as they were just confused. How is the tree related to the ghosts? Why did that tornado come? Wait, it wasn't really a tornado? It was like a spirit tornado? What does this have to do with anything? Well, it doesn't probably have to do anything to the kids. It's probably just, he put this in there because it was a fun idea. And, you know, back then you didn't, I mean, even now, necessarily horror movies don't have to make sense per se. That kind of makes them scary. I don't know. And they're just going to stay in the house? The kid got uh, eaten by a tree. <laughs> Almost got, like, and the daughter's, like, pulled through a television in, like, another world. They're still, they're sleeping in the house? Weeks later, like, yeah, you'd be surprised what you do when your kid's trapped in the walls, like in another dimension in the space of your house. Huh. Just like more confused and like enamored by the insanity. A lot of the special effects obviously don't hold up. The scene that I thought was going to traumatize them, they were just kind of like, that was gross and weird. And it's the one where, you know, where the meat starts crawling across the uh, the bar um, or the island oh, the yeah. kitchen. And then the guy like freaks out and goes into the, um, I-, I guess, like the broom closet and starts clawing at his face until it's just his, skel- his skull. And then he like <gasps> comes to again kids why was why did we have to see that that was just weird and gross what does this have to do with the ghosts good in the horror night's house well i mean you could do that really nice now it it does not look good in the in the old movie and again they even said this does not make sense this is out of place i'm like kids all of this is out of place none of it makes sense that's kind of the point of these things like especially back then like i don't know what they're trying to gauge it against because i don't know if a lot of movies now make sense no, no movies make what sense. it is. Yeah, it's what it, I mean. It's a suspension of disbelief. Cool, but they kept. They hung in there. They watched it. They thought some things were funny. They they were they enjoyed a lot of the things that were anchored in the time period, like the uh, Darth Vader action figure case and the ancient like the old toys. I say ancient. The toys from the eighty two, literally just two years before <laughs> we uh, we existed, and that's fine. They thought that was cool asking questions like man if they just had cell phones this would have been totally different back then like just kids really like leaning into the past um hushing each other if one of them tried to talk and there was like exposition finally that because again everyone was whispering 
So the thing that scared them the most wasn't any of the special effects, like the giant skeleton head coming out of the um, closet and screaming at the dad. Wasn't any of the, uh, that weird kind of like spider-like monster that kept the mom out or any of the other yes. random stuff. The, the caskets coming up and dead people falling out. Again, they were just like, Alex, what is this? The thing that scared them the most was the clown doll. And I, 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 I said, guys, look, there's going to be some foreshadowing. Um, there could be things that kind of like hint. Things that appear, appear for reasons in movies for the most part. Something might, there's a scene that will set something up later. And about 15 minutes, 20 minutes into it, there's the scene where the kid's scared of the clown doll. And he puts his jacket on top of it. And again, about 20 minutes before the movie's over, he looks back at the clown doll. And they're like, here we go. Alex foreshadowing. They already something's gonna happen with that doll. I know it. Um, and of course, when the the clown doll actually strikes, and the kid looks under the bed, and, and then looks under the bed again, and then up, and the clown's like wrapped around him. The only time they were like, oh, like they jumped and screamed, and were like holding each other, like ah. And that was the thing that got them. And guys, I don't know when the last time you watched the original Poltergeist was. Not scary. I mean, it's kind of suspenseful when the clown doll is there, but God, it was, we are it was, spoiled with it now. It's like again, all, all you talking about all these scenes. I'm just, I'm just remembering all the scenes from the Horror Nights house now, and that clown doll was fucking awesome. Well, it's got to be amazing now, oh, even yeah, like yeah. with practical makeup in a Horror Nights. Come on. Oh yeah, like it's got to be uh, a next level. Oh, it was so cool. They did so much, so much cool, and the fucking spider thing. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Scary things. Yeah, it was good stuff. That was a good house. And for the, for the most part in the movie, some of the special effects hold up, but they hold up. There's just enough to where you have to appreciate the special effects of the year, like Ghostbusters, because it was only two years before Ghostbusters. Similar special effects when it comes to like the spirits. And I, look, it was awesome. And it was neat to experience that with the kids. They would never, they would not have been able to handle it. They would have been running upstairs, no. screaming their heads yeah. off. But that was fun watching the poltergeist with with wee little watching kids. Poltergeist or, or, with some with some weak kids, some <laughs> weak little kids. They gotta be ready. They don't understand. I mean, like a lot of them here and like have heard about Stranger Things, but they don't want to watch it yet. And I think Stranger Things is the next level because it looks much more realistic, and I could see how that might traumatize or like get kids a little more unnerved. But they're not ready for that. But, but those kids in Stranger Things know what the fuck's going on. They're young and they're ready to regulate. Um, as they should, because they have to. Not these kids, not yet. Definitely. But I finished uh, I finished the, the last two Stranger Things, the new ones. Nice. Watch that. Very good. Very good. Looking forward to it. I watched up to the, the last two, and then now I have the last two to watch. I watched part of the second to last. A lot of questions of what the Russians are doing, but you know what? We can talk about it at a later time. Once times have, things have settled and we can talk more about it. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm just like, the, the thing about that show that like blows my mind is like, how we're like, there's so many characters and all the characters are good. I know. Like, all the characters are really good. I love that kid who I guess took, what's his name's place on the basketball team as like team captain, just being able to like give a speech and rile up both youths and then adults for Ugh, a small time. That fucking douchebag. And there you go. But he's a fucking douchebag. But you can Ugh. appreciate parts of his character. But, but, but he's just great. Can't. Seeing how he'll get confused by something or like shifts blame from one thing to another. That's what disbelief. That's what the supernatural will do to you. Have you questioning reality to a point where you're not really looking at the big picture. Hmm. Alex, speaking of the big picture, oh. I've, I've got something here that I've been holding on to for so long. All right. Alex, this is from June 10th, 2022. Doing this right up front because we are not going to record this podcast without addressing this. Okay. This is from the Jackson Sun, Brandon Shields. 
editor-in-chief. I'm leaving the sun. <gasps> West Tennessee is home. What uh, happened? Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We got him. We got him. We took him out. <laughs> This is a time of transition in my life, as Sunday is my official final day working for the sun. Goodbye. Farewell. <laughs> and I didn't know how to write this column to try to be And I didn't know how to write this column to try to be clever or witty or intriguing. Didn't know how to write this column to tr That's not a sentence. I can definitely say two things. One, I'm grateful for the past 14 years and to and to former Sun publisher Roy Heatherly and Sun editor Steve Kaufman for bringing me up here in 2008. So one of the two things he can say is that he's grateful to the people that hired him. Cool. Cool. I came here as a 27-year-old sports editor, ready to make a mark for a few years and move up the chain of sports journalism. I'm moving up the chain of sports journalism. <laughs> Yikes! But then the longer I stayed here, and became more and more entrenched in West Tennessee, getting married, getting a house, adopting kids, fostering more kids, ellipses, that leads me to the other thing I want to say. So now we're on two, I guess. <laughs> I love West Tennessee, period. That became even more clear this week when I was back home spending time with family, and a cousin and I were talking about her husband. <sighs> God, I'm glad this is this is your final. That became even more clear this week when I was back home spending time with family, and a cousin and I were talking about her husband, who does a lot of work in this region. And the most talking I'd start and the most talking I'd started doing all day was when she and I started talking about where all he'd been around here, what restaurants he eats at, what highways he takes to get to different places while he's working, and that kind of stuff. That's one sentence. That is one sentence. The, I just, the, the most talking I'd started doing all day was when she and I started talking about where all he'd been around here, what restaurants he eats at, what highways he takes to go get to different places while he's working and that kind of stuff. That, the most talking I'd done all day. What is, <laughs> what, he just like, just sitting silently, staring, and then all of a sudden, hey Brandon, you know, um... You know, Larry sometimes works around Jackson. He does? <laughs> yeah, he, he he's 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 uh he's gone to that uh that restaurant. What is it with the with the train? Casey Jones Village Museum restaurant? <laughs> yeah. What highways does he take? Oh I uh 45? 45 bypass? Does he take the 45 bypass? Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Is <laughs> like, there a way for him not to? Like, I don't... What are, what are they talking about? What The most I talked. Like, what is happening? This is weird. Uh, sports journalism, really? Uh, he's not mentioned that I'm aware of sports. Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. it trans... He did that whole thing where he was, like, doing the, the sports numbers for his son's team where he had the weird paper okay yeah i just yeah. bounced off my mind with this guy it's um i just remember him making dinner once oof. every year begrudgingly home, home is west tennessee now which is why my next step is in west tennessee the sun is in a time wait hold on 
So the first thing was he wanted to thank the people that hired him. The second thing is that he loves West Tennessee. All right, just checking. Just making sure we knew what the things were. Um, the sun is in a time of transition now, as there are a number of open positions to fill. I know An- An- Angel- and An- Maybe Angel. Angela with an E? Hmm. Angel Latham and Katrina Smith will do their best in continuing to bring coverage to the readers while the leaders of the USA Today Network in Tennessee find the next person to sit in my seat to fill other reporter and photographer roles as well. <sighs> Tennessean editor Michael Anst- Anstasi is a great human being who cares about the people of his team, and I know he'll put together a team to continue the work of journalism they're committed to doing here. My first nine years working here were understandably more fun as I worked in sports and chased our local athletes and coaches around fields, even court diamonds and pitches. I I chased local athletes and coaches around fields, <laughs> courts, diamonds, and pitches. That's... Hmm. Gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get him. Brandon, I'm gonna get the scoops. Brandon, goddammit. I need I'm scoops. Running the... I need scoops. Which highways did you take to get here? <laughs> oh... But the last five years have been educational, as I've gotten to watch, for better or worse, local government in action. And while I didn't agree with everything said or every decision made, I legitimately believe all our local officials truly thought the decisions they've made were for what they thought were the best for their constituents and not some other agenda. Fuck off. Boo. I'm glad they got you off stage. Uh. Or off the paper, per se. So to those who've read stories and columns with my byline, followed my live tweeting of meetings, and played along with my bingo boards, thank you. And I want you to know, while I've heard from many of you when you thought I fell short, I did my best to give high quality coverage every time I sat down at a computer and let my fingers dance on a keyboard for a little while. Did you? Did you though, Brandon? Did you do your best? (laughs) Did your fingers dance? I don't even know if you did the bare minimum, to be completely frank, but... No. I've also aimed to do it in a way that honored God, because that's one of the most important, that's one of the most basic goals of one who claims to follow Christ. I also aim to do it in a way that honored God, because that's one of the most basic goals of one who claims to follow Christ. <laughs> who claims to follow Christ? It's a weird. I mean, the Christians tell more about themselves with every time they try to talk about Jesus. It's one of the most basic goals of someone who claims to follow Christ. <laughs> I know that often <laughs> fell short too, but it was a goal. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the goals matter. So I leave with a few hopes and dreams I have for my home of the West Tennessee region in the coming years. Oh boy. And fucking website sucks. All right. Um, and now we got some bulleted points here. Where is he going again? Uh, he's, 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 listen, he's, it's still in West Tennessee because he loves West Tennessee and whatever. Highways. I don't know. Um, bullet point number one. That the potential that everyone running for or serving in an elected office has talked about for not Nine months since the announcement of Blue Oval City comes to fruition in the entire region, not just a few towns or a couple of counties, and we no longer think of ourselves as the looked-over stepchild that the rest of Tennessee doesn't care about because we become the envy of the rest of the state. Huh. Cool sentence, buddy. Cool sentence. Very cool That's sentence. That's his hope and dream for Jackson? The Blue Oval? Yeah. 
what the fuck is the blue o- I think it's like a car um I think it's like a car there uh, car manufacturing thing huh yeah but that, okay. that the potential that everyone running for or serving in an elected office has talked about for nine months since the announcement of Blue Oval City comes to fruition in the entire region, not just a few towns or a couple of counties. Like, that's not a, first of all, period. And that's the end of a sentence. That's not a sentence. That's nope. not even a sentence. Bullet point number two, because that was one. That was one of the bullets. Bullet point huh. number two. These are always even worse when I read them out loud than when I first glance over them. Somehow. Well, I want every workforce to have more adequate staffing. I really hope our local law enforcement agencies are properly funded and staffed going forward. There will be new people in a lot of key positions now and in coming months. I hope they all work together to maintain a high level of safety. West Tennesseans deserve to feel safe from Savannah to Paris to Tiptonville to Munford and all points in between. Fuck you. I like, mean, in a big get way. Get that fucking boot out of your mouth, like, you fucking piece of shit. God. Yeah, we need more Miles Morrisons on the beat. Ugh. I mean, defund the police. Give yeah. those money to things that actually help. Yeah, like literally anything else. God. Bullet point number three. That school district... And also, how... What are these... Just... Oh, this fucker can't write. Bullet point number three. That school districts who are already excelling continue to do so. That that school districts who are already excelling continue to do so. That those who are working to excel continue their upward trajectory. Period. Because we've got a generation of students in middle and high school right now that will need to be properly educated in a few years to fill some key workforces for Ford, SK Innovations, Georgia Pacific, and any suppliers that are coming to the region to join them. God, like, uh. fuck you. We need kids to be smart so they can work work for these fucking shitty companies. Like, that's awful. Like, fuck off, capitalist little troll. You're fucking insane. Like, why are you just, like, yeah. out here, like, defending corporations? Like, we need the kids to be ready to go to the mines in these shitty shitty companies what's his new job is this just i, I don't kissing, know if we're like you said like take a boot out of his mouth quit licking the boot of these people yeah that he might be going to work toward like i don't know i i don't know where he's going but like i gotta talk about the police i gotta talk about the business and the government who else who's next on this churches i'm gonna he's gonna bring up religion at some point right that all uh, the churches will join we, hands we and jesus will more. be worshipped i'm just trying to guess next bullet point well, so what do you think the next bullet point is? What's your guess? I said Jizo. Jizo has okay. to come at some point. Well, um, and also I just, it's the phrasing of these bullet points. Like they're like, they're, uh, they're not sentences. They don't, I don't understand how they're starting. Bullet point number three, someone figures out an actual cure for cancer that's not worse than the sickness itself, period. Is someone... that a slam on chemotherapy? Dog. <sighs> I mean, uh, like what, why isn't this a sentence? Like, why not start with, I hope someone figures, but it's just capital S, someone figures an actual cure for cancer that's not worse than the sickness itself. Like, make a sentence! Wait, why do people in Jackson care about this dude's, like, well wishes for the state and the world? I mean, Alex, he's, this is his, this is his final missive. Like, you want to get in all of your important things you've been waiting to say. There's so many, like, that he's been holding back. He's wanted to say for a while that we should support police and, like, get kids smart to work for the companies and say that he wants there to be a cure for cancer. What a bold, wild movement in your last, oh, my last column, my last opinion piece. I'm going to write that I hope someone cures cancer. Wow. Finally get this one off my chest. 
Like, imagine having any sort of a platform, and this is what you're gonna do on, on with, like, this is my last shot. I'm gonna fucking- This is it. I'm gonna hope someone cures cancer. Cool. Real cool. Great. Thanks. Just a Next waste. bullet point. <laughs> Next bullet point. Alex, you're still looking for Jizo. Any other bets? Any other bets? Uh, maybe restaurants. We'd mentioned Casey Jones Village. I, I, I Something about food service or the food industry. And then also Jizo has to appear okay. in these last. How many bullets are Gizo left? and food service. All right, let's see what we got. As much as I appreciate our local leaders, there's a natural slash understandable tendency among them to make situations look as good are sometimes as not bad are sometimes as not as bad as possible. There's nothing wrong with that, but my hope is that those goals are never achieved at the expense of truth or taking care of all persons involved. Because when either of those are compromised, that's when it's time for media to do its job of holding leaders accountable for the public to start looking for new leader, or for the and no, and for the public to start looking for new leaders. Vague as fuck. Wow. Like, I hope leaders start do good because leaders try to make things look good, but sometimes it's not that good. But I hope they're telling the truth. Otherwise, we need new leaders. Hi which highway? Which highway I take? <laughs> Next point, Alex. Okay, we got we got restaurants. We got Jizo. Any other picks? Come on. Come on. I think you can get this I one. Come on. It's, you're, so, you're almost there. Um... Come on, think Jackson. Jackson, shout about it. What do you What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Maybe something about the Carl Perkins. What was it? The Civic Center. Carl Maybe Perkins having a Civic reju Center. rejuvenation. Okay. Rejuvenation. All right. Uh, when the Prospect League team begins playing in 2023 at Jackson Baseball Stadium, formerly known as the Ballpark at Jackson, <laughs> which was formerly known as Pringles Park. Oh, okay. Well, I keep reading. So Pringles Park was then the Ballpark at Jackson and is now Jackson Baseball stadium so not i mean so these are just ways to say a baseball stadium yeah. right just so, is, is it so Pring, are, are pringles are we still doing pringles in jackson is that out pringles decided to bow out of the maybe they ouch. were losing money ouch goodbye pringles are we still making pringles in jackson is that happening i don't know need those we can look it up jobs, give me a second uh, when the Prospect League team begins playing in 2023 at Jackson Baseball Stadium, formerly known as the Base the Ballpark at Jackson, which was formerly known as Pringles Park, that this community and region supports the team. People are in the stands watching baseball, enjoying the entertainment between innings, and making baseball the enjoyable attraction it can be for this area. <laughs> and I'll selfishly add, when they announce the name of the team, Jackson Locomotives should be the name because that's the best of the five options that are available. <gasps> what are the other options? Yeah, we gotta know what the other ones the are. The Jackson but Locomotives? First things first, there are five Pringles factories in the world. Okay. And one of them is still located in Jackson, Tennessee. All right. One's in okay. Belgium. Uh, one is in, in Poland. One is in China. Oh, wow. And one is in Malaysia. Oh, wow. So we're making all the U.S. Pringles. The Pringles capital of the world, of the United States, maybe even of North and South America. Yeah. Jackson, Tennessee. Wow. Huh. I'm trying to look up uh, these other uh, uh, baseball names. Okay, all right, Alex. We got the big five. We got the big five. All right, let's see what's up. Um, any, any, you, got, you got any picks, Alex? You got any, you got any, you got any guesses on this? Any guesses? Any picks? Locomotives make sense from Casey Jones. I'm going to also say... Um, uh, 
what am I looking of? Or maybe rockabillies? Because huh? <laughs> Jackson is the home of whatever the fuck music genre of rockabilly is supposed to be. Alex, I'm going to give it to you. Jackson rockabillies is one of them. No fucking way. Yeah, you got one. You got one. Huh. I don't think I'll get the rest of them, but it would be hilarious if I did. I'm going to say uh, the Jackson Fort Deer. <laughs> <laughs> I think the river mean, that bisects the I north and south part Fork of it. I think you mean and uh, no. They don't know. not one. Huh. Uh, the Jackson 45 bypasses. <laughs> Just really lean into the auto part. I, I'm gonna say the blue oval, perhaps. Oh no, not blue oval. Not blue, the no blue ovals. ovals. Oh. Um, I'm at a loss. Tell me, tell me what I'm missing here. All right. Of course, we got the Jackson rockabillies. We got the Jackson locomotives. <laughs> that is lame. Um, we got the Hub City Heroes. Okay. Mm, don't like that. Don't know how that's supposed to work, but um, we also got the hub hub city hubcaps. Like what the fuck is the hub city hubcaps? The hub city hubcaps. Like fuck off. Like that is a ter- like that is terrible. No way. Um, and then we get the Jackson blue suede's. Oh, interesting. So I I think rockabillies are blue suede's. Get rid of all that hub city crap. And Jackson locomotives is boring. I'm trying to think. It's really hard to anthropomorphize a shoe, but let's figure it out. Maybe it's just a person with blue suede shoes on, which is totally fine. I mean, it's just the the Jackson blue suede's. I mean, I think you just like uh, I don't know. You have a you have like a like a like a rockabilly like mascot guy. Just make him look kind of kind of Carl Perkinsy, kind of Elvisy, but just put him in like in a blue outfit. And you clearly have a brand like a team color of blue, which I think yeah. would play well. Yeah. Um, you probably merchandise that pretty well as well. Rockabillies, I don't know if you could merchandise in a way that's meets classy or even approaches that i don't know if many people are going to go to the jackson rockabillies games but blue suede's hmm. the locomotives i could also see sadly but it to me it's the less created of them and also the most of the stretch like yeah, i don't or if it had something else like the ja- the the something locomotives the jackson i don't know something 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 else something with an l something alliteration uh Hub City isn't a thing, so fuck that. The local locomotives, maybe. Ooh. Your local locomotives. I'm trying to think of like a sports announcer the saying it. The local locomotives. <laughs> um. Sell for loco. Just add that. It's just one yes. of the things. Like anything like that. I could think. Okay, okay. But what are those the hubs? hubcaps is the worst. Hub City hub hubcaps. hubcaps. Hub City hubcaps. Terrible. That sounds like the the losing team of like the 50s or fucking 40s. Hubcaps in 2022? We had close to 900 submissions. And this is what they chose for the top five. Oh, garbage. Garbage. Absolute trash. Absolute trash. Um, so there's that. All right, let's get back to (laughs) Brandon Shields farewell. We want to do this proper justice. Oh, God. What the fuck is this? All right, well, here's a long one. When it comes to local politics, would everybody would... I just can't deal with these not being sentences. The fact that these are, like, weird, like, half-started clauses. <sighs> when it comes to local politics, everybody would drop the, the party loyalties like they've got to line up with a team on elementary school playground to play Red Rover. Motherfucker, what? Like... <sighs> Like, people have different opinions of shit. Like, yeah, two parties suck, um, but, like, what, like, what, what do you think the world is? Like, I don't, uh, 
During the recent primary election campaign season, I remember seeing photos on social media from campaign events for various candidates who were Republicans. I looked through the photo galleries to see who attended and who looked like they were real who looked, and who looked like they were real supporters. And I remember seeing certain people in the photos thinking this candidate has a has a good group of supporters because he or she has people in their camp who genuinely care about this community and want to see it and everyone in it prosper and want to do it the right way. What? You're a baby. <laughs> then I'd see photos from campaign events with Democratic candidates, and I looked at who was at their events. I had the same thoughts. And the conclusion I came up with, because because of this, and the conclusion I came up with because of that is this. If you want to discuss national issues like abortion, immigration, gun control, LGBTQ plus rights, etc., and feel the need to line up with the red team or the blue team for that political game of Red Rover, that's not ideal, but go ahead. Motherfucker, all of those things you mentioned, there's like one group of psychotic fascists that are against and another group that are like kind of sometimes occasionally okay with them. So I don't know if you give a fuck about these issues at all. Yeah, you need to go get in on the fucking side of one of them. And it's not the fucking goddamn Republicans that want to kill all of those motherfuckers. Yeah, you can't, you can no longer just be like, oh, both sides, it's Red Rover, no motherfucker. Yeah, there's one um, side that are fascist <laughs> fucking Nazis. Like, one side is fascist, fascist Nazis. Nazis, and another side, and there's another group that's like mostly okay with fascist Nazis, but there's also everybody else. So as long as things keep spinning the way they're going, they're okay with it. And even if they things get a little derailed, Ugh. not everyone thinks that though. Not everyone is on that side. But God, what a fucking idiot! That's what we're led to believe. I do that's want to remind believes. you to look back at our lifetime and let me know when the last time either party nominated a person for president that you were one hundred percent in line with, and that that you were that you were one hundred percent in line with that person and had no problem voting for. For him or her because he and this is still one sentence um voting with for him or her because he or she was the best candidate and not necessarily the lesser of two evils or when was the last time a u.s senator showed up in jackson at a bicentennial event or a discussion about juvenile justice in rural west tennessee and that senator didn't almost immediately revert back to their political talking points they planned to use on their next appearance uh, on their on their next appearance fox news the following week that's his writing. They plan to use their next appearance, Fox News, the following week. Motherfucker. What do you think politics is? Listen, I, I'm, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you're voting for the lesser of two evils. That doesn't mean there's still not one party that's fucking fascist lunatics. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I hate the two-party system. Like, I want Joe Biden's head on a platter just as much as I want Donald Trump's head on a platter. Like, I'd like to go around and decapitate about 95% of our politicians. But you can't say that, like, oh, both sides are bad because one side are fascist Nazis. They, like, have in the last couple of weeks taken away, like, a ton of rights. So, you know, there's that. Mm -hmm. There's that. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And was like, this you, written before? This was written before that, this, right? Because yeah, you've yeah, been sitting written, on this for yeah, a while. This was, like, this was in June. Um, but also, or when was the last time a U.S. senator showed up in Jackson at a bicentennial event? When was the last time a senator showed up at a? Who the fuck 
cares about a bicentennial event? Why would so wait, you think that like you would really respect a senator for coming to a fucking local Jackson bicentennial event? First of all, fuck the senators from Tennessee. Like they are trash. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want them anywhere near my event. Um, but like you're that's that's what you think is important that they come to your event or come to this juvenile justice discussion about juvenile justice in rural West Tennessee. Didn't Tennessee recently bring the marriage age down to like 13 or something? Probably. Or the age of consent down? Ugh. They did something recently that was pretty gross for like super young kids. It may have always been low with age of consent, but there was something that was particularly horrendous for Tennessee. Um, oh, oh, that that marriage uh, bill where like yeah, where there was like no age limits. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of like a. It was like an anti-LGBT. They were trying to like, um, you know, do a law against gay people and they just inadvertently like made it so you could marry children. <laughs> like, you know, oh. regular Tennessee shit. Oh, sorry guys, we we didn't catch it. Kind of like, was it Montana that uh, legalized, some city in Montana that legalized edibles on accident? Oy. I would love if it was similar. We tried to take away gay rights and we ended up legalizing edibles. <laughs> guys, get, I mean, I'm glad Oy. you can't get it together because fuck you for trying to take people's rights away. Way. Yeah. Fundamental human are like like rights, but that's kind of funny if you fuck up that bad. Oh, yeah. um, um, the only thing Tennessee's pol- political system has ever gotten right, and I'm sure there's some nefarious thing under the hood that I'm not I'm not aware about, are is that they have the best roads of any state I've driven yeah, in, yeah. hands down. By that's far. the only thing that state can ever say it's gotten right. Yeah. By a long shot. Can I can I interject a quick story uh, of over the weekend? Sure. Also about local people, politicians visiting local places. So um, we went to a chili place over the weekend because Cincinnati is known for its unique chili restaurants. And chili, as we've talked about before, is less beans and what you would think of as a chili and more of basically just ground beef with some sort of sauce in it that you drizzle on things. It's more of a garnish. Um I went to a place I'd never been before called Price Hill Chili. It's one of the older chili restaurants. It's an established West Side um, chili place. And we went there and we had to wait about 10 minutes before we got seated because it was the 4th of July and it was the only place open. And while I was waiting there, I noticed that they have framed, enlarged and framed, a series of newspapers. All of them are local newspapers. All of them are interestingly enough very conservative leaning and they tell it they they tell a story brad of um then vice president dick cheney coming to cincinnati on a campaign trail and stopping in cincinnati and coming to price hill chili this is so blown up so transparent that this is like the one thing these people are most proud of recently i wanted to walk out because like if any place loves dick cheney this much I don't want to give them money anymore. No. Like straight up, there is no there is no Red Rover. This is fuck these motherfuckers. I don't want to give them my money. We can't. We're there. There's lots of kids that are hungry. I'm a diabetic with blood sugar needs. I'm like, we, we can't abandon ship right now. But it's funny because it goes through elaborate, like Dick Cheney could stop by Cincinnati and come to a restaurant. Dick Cheney is gonna come to Price Hill Chili and really know what Chili's all about as he talks. Article, Dick Cheney comes to Price Hill Chili. Blah, 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 everyone was excited. Blah, blah, blah. Pictures of the, next article. Dick Cheney 
too busy talking to try Price Hill chili. Because <laughs> he doesn't eat anything at the restaurant while he's there. He orders yeah. food and doesn't touch it. Yeah. Because it's a gross it's, little chili diet. Because <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just a fucking photo appearance. Like, what the fuck is. Dick James doesn't give a fuck is, about your chili. He's got I friends even, to shoot. The last one was even more of a controversy of whether or not he actually tasted the chili and what his thoughts are, which they come oh. up with. No. The other thing that's fascinating is in one of one of the other main page articles on the front page news is that, Brad, back in that time, there was voter registration fraud. The Democrats were trying to register people to vote that weren't even people, that weren't even alive, and they did it in mass numbers. So there's like... Uh, Two-thirds of this paragraph are just poli local politicians talking about how horrible the Democrats are. They're committing voter fraud. This is just like the Democrats. The bottom third, Brad, basically debunks all of it. Mm -hmm. When we actually fucking researched this, found out it was a non-issue. There were a few people who were registered incorrectly. It turns out it was like a, a, a random uh, clerical error. There's just as many people who were both conservative and Democrat this actually happened to because it's something that had to do with the form. I don't, I don't remember exactly. Exactly, but they debunked it. But they gave the first three, uh, two thirds uh -huh. of it to these people saying, this is just like the Democrat, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, everything that they're saying is bullshit. Yeah. There was no fraud. Yeah. There was a mistake that we caught, and it was like, oh yeah, this is an honest mistake. Sorry about that. No fucking fraud. Yeah. Also, Dick Cheney doesn't eat the chili here because he's confused by it, and why would he? I... Absolutely hilarious. I expected to turn the corner when we get in the restaurant and there'd be like a life-size picture of Dick Cheney or like a cardboard cutout you could take pictures with because it was so just like it was the thing of the facade and waiting Oy, area. Yikes. Absolutely fucking nuts. The chili was not good. I do not recommend Brazil chili. Oh, God, I hate this fucking website. Oh, the Jackson? It might have been yeah. one of the reasons he actually left. People can't read his stuff. It's just oh, it like, must be the website misformatting, uh, misformatting um, my grammar on these articles. Sure. But when it comes to local politics, you may disagree with me on abortion, gun control, immigration, LGBTQ plus rights, and everything else. I'm sure I do. I am sure I do. But I'd be willing to bet you want smooth roads. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, smooth roads, quality education for our children, and all trash picked up as much as I do. So as I've become educated in the last five years, that may be the biggest <laughs> realization. Partisan politics truly has no place in local government. Yes, it does. So in four years, when the next election come around, I hope the voters remember that, and we don't hear about primary elections from either party in our county. When we don't hear about primary, I hope voters remember that, and we don't hear about primary elections from either party. You don't want there to be prime. You don't want there to be primaries. This is all because you don't want there to be primaries. Primaries are. Listen, I don't. I will say this now. If like I completely understand if people are sick of fucking these shitty politicians and like I never want to vote in a general election again. I don't agree. I think you should vote, especially for your congressmen and senators, um, and your local politicians. But like, if you said I am never gonna vote in a general election again, I'll be like, fine. But you have to vote in primaries. Primaries are the only fucking thing that matter. Like five thousand times more important than the general election. You have to vote in the fucking primaries because that's why you stuck with bullshit in the end is because assholes don't mm -hmm. vote in the primaries primary is so much more important than the general election yes you should have primaries and yes local elections should have primaries what is this fucking lunatic thinking i don't really know 
Like his, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just have to back up for oh, a second. Oh, go ahead, friend. Because his ahead. whole thing was like, I don't want there to be two sides where it's you go and stand with whichever group and play. It's playing Red Rover, motherfucker. That's why you have primaries, is so you have you can see different people with different like in in your group, so you can have a choose. You want there to be two options where you go and stand with whichever team. Like you don't get. That's why you need primaries, so that there's not just two options and you go and stand with your team. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, even with the Jackson politics that we've kept up with on the podcast as of late, um, there were only really conservatives for, what was it, the, yeah. the mayor of the county? Yeah. And those are, I mean, that's a, there were three, and they all believe different things. One of them uh, keeps guessing, old guessing Gary. Mm. <laughs> but I'm sure they believe similar things, but maybe they were slightly, I mean, like, I don't know how conservatives tell the difference other than, like, is this person too crazy or just the right crazy that I like? And all, all bets are off on that. Because those, I, I do not know how you can defend the conservative points at all anymore. Straight up, I... I don't. No. You might say, well, maybe you don't know enough about it. No motherfucker well-versed at this point. Like, I yeah. don't see how you can defend that and still consider yourself a good person or even attempting to be a good person. Why even pretend anymore? You hate people. In a, in a way that I would say is different than, oh, I'm just a curmudgeon. I don't like to talk to people. I don't like to... No, you really hate people in a way that's gross and weird but we know that that's the primary stuff especially on let's say the liberal side is more important because they have people trying to keep this established like neoliberal bullshit in place and you can't have progressive candidates no. um, because they'll they'll primary against them yeah people primary against aoc all the time is she perfect no but she is a closer to a progressive yeah. candidate that i would like sure how many times they primaried bernie sanders i'm sure they have i don't know but I'm sure he's someone they wouldn't want up there. Nancy Pelosi's of the world. We need to get Nancy Pelosi fucking out of yeah. there. Yeah, we we yeah we need to get we need to get Nancy Pelosi out. We need to get Chuck Schumer out. We need to get Henry Cuellar's head on a pike. Uh, we need we need to get rid of we need to get rid of the entire Democratic leadership. We need to get rid of all yeah. of them. We need to get rid of anyone over sixty five in the entire political atmosphere. Get out if you're over sixty five. Out out out. No term limits. Age limit. You're 65? Yeah. Get the fuck Diane out. Diane Feinstein, First? You, e you either get out or head on a pike. Like, she has to go. Like, you can't have this fucking confused, dementia-prone lunatic wandering the halls talking about how great the Brett Kavanaugh hearings went for you. No, you can't. You're a fucking... You gotta get rid of her. You should have gotten rid of her when she when she flew the Confederate flag in San Francisco. Um, like, I would say that would have been the time, you know, right then. But I'll take now. I'll take now. <sighs> Nonpartisan local governments keep it out like what are you i don't understand about? that mate no no fuck off i the 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 politics have never been more stark like get out of here yeah we need to know who's a fascist yeah we need to know next bullet i want to hear conservatives defend how they think the conservative party isn't all just about fascism i want to hear it because yeah. I, that's the thing that i need to know why how are you all not just inherently racist a misogynistic bullshit and how very specifically are you not fascist because if you if you're gonna if we're gonna talk through this and you find out you are fascist i then need to know how you feel about that i mean again most of the democrats are too so that's the thing it's the problem is just that you know creeping fat 
fucking Hamilton was like the most popular Broadway musical. Like, you know, Alexander I mean, Hamilton. Very true. Like, he's uh, guys listen to the dollop on um on Aaron Burr. Um that they've they've been putting out episode two just came out today. Um yeah, listen to that. Listen to that. Listen to that learn about Alexander fucking Hamilton, you know. Well known for inspiring Hitler. So cool guy. Uh <laughs> I mean, they talked about not funding the police and didn't Biden come out and be like, you know what? We need to keep funding the police. He said big we need time. to fund, fund, fund the police. Like Joe Biden. Three funds. Joe Biden, who, again, loves the police, loves Israel, like is single-handedly responsible for Clarence Thomas being on the Supreme Court. Like, I mean, like Joe Biden couldn't be the more wrong person for the moment. Like, it's not possible. The Democrats couldn't have picked up someone that was less appropriate for the current moment. Joe Biden, who's had an entire career of being anti-abortion. Like, I, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? I don't even know. The other day I was reading something that's like, you know, Biden says he's game for codifying abortion rights if we could just get the in the fill and breaking the filibuster if we had enough people. Knowing yeah. good and well that they don't have enough people and he's yeah. none of them this are going to strong arm anyone or actually do politics to get it passed. Yeah. After all this fucking time, Biden was finally like, hey, listen, I've all right, I've come around a little bit. If if uh, if Congress and the Senate uh, decide to codify Roe v. Wade, I won't stand in the way. Oh, thanks, Joe. Great. So if every, if somehow, somehow magically, like all politics changes and somehow like the, the fucking, you get fucking Joe Manchin and Henry Cuellar, um, and all the other like anti-abortion Democrats that you fuckers support, somehow you get them all on board to actually codify it. Then Joe Biden's not going to stop it. Cool. Like uh, that's. I can't fathom a less useful response. I I want it all codified. Yeah. Gay rights codified. Just yeah. put it into the Constitution. Just make that amendment happen. Get rid of fucking gun rights. It's an amendment. We can get the fucking rid of it or rewrite it. I, I went back and read the amendments after this um, just for to brush up. It is hilarious to read the the rep, like the repeal on um, prohibition. Mm -hmm. It is so funny to read about it. Like we're gonna do this, fuck alcohol, and then like, well, guys, guess what? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we made a mistake on that one. Um, you can do this. Yeah. Like just fucking do it. Yeah. Make it part of the Constitution. So no Supreme Court. Also, fucking change what the Supreme Court can hear. I, I, yeah, also, I did not like, know this. In the 20s, that's when they decided, okay, look, you guys can start to, like, kind of, like, cartel yourselves. Like, what do you want to hear and not want to hear? Just fucking stop them. It yeah. takes no effort to just do that and then say, nope, you can't. This stuff about states being able to basically choose whoever their delegates go to or, like, how their uh, election system works and who they decide who wins and loses. No, you can't hear it. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Also, like, fix the Supreme Court. It should be elected. It shouldn't, cause like this bullshit. Like, it's it doesn't work. Like, it, no. It, like, it should not be lifetime appointments. We shouldn't have like eight. We shouldn't be all, all people's rights shouldn't depend on the whims of a selfish, racist old bitch like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who fucked everyone over because she was a selfish, racist, awful bitch. Fuck her. Fuck. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Like, oh, these 
fucking assholes. It's insane. Like, we shouldn't depend on our rights on of the fucking whims of some useless elderly piece of shit. The Supreme Court itself does not make sense as a no, principle. Like, as a, as a, we should get rid of the Senate, weird. too, because the, the Senate only exists because we were worried about pissing off slaveholders, because we were worried it might lead to a civil war. Well, guess what? We had a civil war, so now let's get rid of the fucking Senate. I mean, it, it is literally a stopgap, given, like, again, that every state has at least two senators. It, it, is, it is where the more rural areas can sway votes or sway policy more yeah. than the general population of a place. Like, that's, it is not cloaked out. That is literally why it's like the way it is. Um, for so many reasons. I was listening to someone today talk about the differences between, because I know Canada also has issues with their Supreme Court and their government, but their Supreme Court, one, is looked at more favorably by Canadians in general, and part of it is because there are limits to certain things. Like, there is a term limits. I think there's, a, there's a, I think, at a certain age or something, also, but like, okay, it's time to retire, and you're, like, really strong-armed into doing it. Um, they also have Santa Claus suits that they wear every day, which mm -hmm. I think is stylistically the now that I see them more and I'm accepting it, maybe better. Maybe it keeps them in a more jovial, maybe it keeps them more in the mind of, you know what, in the spirit of Santa Claus, the idea, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't, like, rule on this, or we should rule in favor Before of the general population. Ruling, <laughs> I want to hear Santa Claus is coming to town. You better watch out. They just immediately bust out in the song. I want all of their, like, clerks to dress up as elves. Just lean fucking into it. Mm -hmm. Canada, set the example that everyone else needs to follow. Mm -hmm. Please. Please. New bullet point. We're not even done through the <laughs> point. Okay, Alex. Okay, rest <laughs> restaurants, Jesus, any other picks? Any other picks? No, I have no other picks right now. At this point, anything is possible. For everyone to... For bullet point. For everyone to continue to be as generous as I've seen in recent years, one of my Facebook friends asked a question a few months back, what's your favorite thing about Jackson? And my answer was easy and immediate. The generosity of the people. Motherfucker, you're just rehashing one of your articles right now like you've already done this hmm. and my aunt um, blah, blah, blah. there are many nonprofits that take care of people's needs and there are a number of churches and other civic organizations that help too but the number of people who give to those organizations or give directly to those in times of emergent need is truly a beautiful thing to see if there's anything I don't want to see change it's that I mean, it's. I'm glad people are giving. Um, also, I'll point out that Jackson's a very poor area, and probably a lot of that giving is because of the realization that they're all very close to absolute destruction. And honestly, if we had a better, like, like social safe or um um state uh, uh, safety net, then everyone would be a little able to breathe a little bit easier, and maybe wouldn't have to rely so much on these fucking random organizations that might or might not like you. So. There's that. Tax slash eat the rich mm -hmm. provide strong social uh, safety nets for the population, Jackson. Yeah. yeah. The, like, charities shouldn't have to exist. Like, shouldn't we shouldn't need like we're the richest country in the history of the fucking universe so like i don't know maybe we should just tax people and then like provide for everyone i i remember when i was a jizo this coming up every once in a while and the not na the naivety of a child when we we're talking with adults perfect world would charities exist what do you mean well you know we use our money and we give back yeah but how do we know we're doing it right and fairly 
pin could drop in the room of silence. All right, we're going to move on. Mm-hmm. I, no one would talk about it. No one would bring it. Like, uh, all right, I guess we just don't talk about the elephant in the room. Who are we to decide what meager funds we can pull together? Who gets what? And isn't it interesting the pattern that forms of who gets what? Seems like it should be not... I, I don't know. Maybe charities shouldn't exist? Shh. Go to children's church. Shut up. All right, Alex, we're at is the Is that end all the here. bullet points? We're at this the is end. the last bullet point. One last thing. If you want to see local journalism thrive in Jackson and rural West Tennessee, support us. Subscribe. And when you see an article you like or one you think is important, share it with your connections on social media. You probably won't agree with 100% of what is published. Hopefully no one does. But as long as it's honest and fair and keeping those in power honest and giving a voice to the most vulnerable in our society who can't or won't be heard anywhere else, who or won't be heard anywhere else, who can't or won't be heard anywhere else. That's weird. Um, then the journalism is doing its job. Like that's such a weird phrase. That's the aim for all true journalists every day. Stop, you can't, this is not, you, this is not no true, true Scotsman world where you get to decide what true journal this is like the people and people say oh as long as art makes you feel something that's real art no it's not that's that doesn't I mean, mean anything and at this at the same level is this guy really a journalist uh, well <laughs> i mean what constitutes good journalism or that you can actually call yourself a journalist well, with respect like the people would recognize again that's the aim for all true journalists every day my personal email is brandon.shields1981 at gmail.com <gasps> if you want to keep in touch Thanks for reading. If anybody wants to keep in touch, if anyone wants to keep in touch with B-Shields, that's how you do it. He left his personal email. <laughs> he left his personal email. Wow. Oh, I was about to skip past that, and then I realized he left his personal email if anyone wants to keep in touch. Oh. The saddest part is he probably... Oh, hold up. He probably wrote that expecting, like, floodgates and, like, you know what? I'm just going to let it happen. I'm going to let it wash over me. I'm going to talk to these people one-on-one. No more of this, like, middleman of the paper in the article. I bet not a single person has emailed <laughs> this guy. Yeah, just, just like, huh. um, clip, out, clip out this section of the podcast and just email it to him, somebody. Anybody want to get on that, feel free. You have let my me, blessing. Uh, just cut this the section where we read this article out and just send it to him. Hold up, honey. I'll be to dinner in a minute. I just got to make sure my Gmail filters are correct. Okay, yeah. From this email address yeah, to go to this following. No, no one. Huh. Nothing's come in yet. I haven't got any emails. Huh. Weird. Huh. Weird. Okay. Oh, maybe the Jackson Sun website's down. I better. No, the website's up. Huh. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Interesting. Well, I mean, I published this three hours ago. I thought there was someone. Well, I. Uh, hmm. Well, it'll be, you know, it'll be in the print edition tomorrow. I'll just wait till tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. It's probably. Yeah, you know, most people, the real news heads uh, read the print edition. So I'll, I'll see them hmm. next day. Huh. I should call Gmail. Something isn't right. <laughs> Excuse me, Google. Strangest thing. Oh, what a fucking what loser. Is, what could his new job be? I. Who's going to replace him? Brad, they're hiring, obviously. Uh, yeah, a, a hard pass. Could hard you? Pass. I mean, what a side hustle. Oh, what do I do? I don't live in Jackson anymore. I just write news articles for their local paper. It's whatever I want. You'd be shocked. These people have no idea I don't live there. I'm, I'm like the, re- the reclusive person. They're like, well, where is he? He must have been here at this event. I'm like a phantom to these folks. They have no idea. Don't even so live weird. there. So weird. Um, something else that came up 
over the weekend, the 4th of July, 4th of July weekend with the family in town and all the cousins together. Friends, that, uh, listeners to the podcast may know, uh, it's a tradition that I tell these kids scary stories. Like, we'll read them. We used to read, like, pretty timid uh, scary stories just from books. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but the, the famous the famous series uh, about, like... scary stories to tell in the dark. Terror tell in the dark. We used to read those to the kids that love them. As they've gotten older... Um, I'm not always there to tell them scary stories, guys. Believe it or not, there's other things I need to do as an adult uh, in an environment where other adults are like hosting a party and talking to guests and getting things ready. So they've taken to YouTube to fill this void. And they they will tell me, Alex, you've got to come listen to these scary stories. Oh my God, these are so scary. And I'm they're really I'm creepy. I'm watching a Nick Fuentes video. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just videos. They'll just have a stock picture, just like slowly panning. They'll go between them and they'll tell, quote, scary stories. Okay. And and all of them are like, there's so many of them that they've started to make compilation themes of, these nice. are all the scariest babysitter stories. Like, Oh, this is I fucking was, awesome. This is, why, this is why it would be awesome to be a kid now. Oh, dude. I, and I'm inspired. I don't know... Obviously, this cannot manifest in reality, but I think we would be very successful if we told scary stories, like just told scary stories mm -hmm. on YouTube for kids. Oh, yeah. Um, our teenagers, because at that point, you can still monetize it. And as long as we do 10 minutes of scary stories, I think Ramjack could make a, a substantial side hustle. Would it be as not, would it be as much as the Jackson Sun would pay us? Most definitely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, could we do both at the same time? Fuck yes. Mm -hmm, you know how mm -hmm. softball it. That guy. Look, okay, look. Yeah, we're good. But the themes, of course, are things that kids would find scary. I'm isolated in a familiar place. I'm at home. I'm babysitting. This is a babysitting compilation. But the other one that was a little strange to me was the one about uh, pizza delivery drivers. Because it also was a strange analog of, like, capitalism and how more and more people are being forced into the gig economy as of late and getting paid horrible and also sticking with a job because they kind of financially have to. And it's not providing all their needs, but they've got to. Because mm -hmm. it comes up in almost every one of these fucking ghost stories to the point where I was thinking, you know, if I was a crazy conservative, I might listen to this and think that the liberal agenda is trying to indoctrinate my children with scary stories. And maybe we should do that, Brad, is all mm. I've got to say. I like because it. Because we could like actually lean closer, uh, like further into it. But it's what you would gather looking at, because a lot of that comes up and all of them are like, hey, I, hired a, I started a pizza gig uh, for some other, for some random reason. In my small town, I deliver pizzas. We got a strange call um, for five large pizzas and I took it. I jumped at the chance. Because large pizza, like large, this many large pizza orders normally means a party. And I'd either get some sort of swag from the party or normally it'd be a big tip. But it was so far out, I had to drive for 20 minutes. But I thought the gas would be worth it because of the tip. And you get there and it's always the same thing where there's like, they do something also they think they shouldn't do. Like someone invites them into the house and they're like, normally I would never do such a thing. But five large pizzas. <laughs> It's just like the carrot is too much for these people. They just got to grab it. And the kids are like, yeah, yeah, of course. You got to go, go, go in. 
And there's like, one of them was there was like a people at this party, they all were wearing like masks, and then they started freak saying weird things and started like running after the guy, or there'd be someone in a mask with like a, a baseball bat or something and chase them into their car. And they'd show like the Google, like they would Google some, it was really well done in the fact that it makes it more believable. Um, they'll show like, this is an aerial shot I, I drew later from the, the Google, Google map view. And this was the house, this is where my car was, and this is where that, and this is how far I had to run. It was so many yards, and I barely escaped with my life. I told my boss, and he was like, wow, that's weird. We called the police, and it turns out that the people who lived at that place had been gone on vacation for a few weeks, and there were some random people in their house. I almost died. I quit the job the next day. But I started again at another pizza place, like, a week later, and, like, never had the problem again. And all these kids are like, yeah, yeah, wow, pizza delivery. Nice. So... In the middle of this, I stop and like, guys, just so you know, one of my cousins when I was a kid was an actual pizza delivery driver. Ah. Ah. And he did this in a place called Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> and let me tell you, he genuinely had like close life calls where people shot at him uh, because they were like, like, again, it's Memphis, but they were drug related things. There were people trying to rob him. And he really had like close calls where he dove into open windows. He kept his windows rolled down when he did fast things just to make sure he could get away fast. Um, where people would chase him. And he stuck with a job. He stuck with a job for a while, actually, because he wasn't deterred by these things. But I was like, just you know, these are scary stories and these are great and all, but there are, there are real horrors affecting pizza delivery drivers. Um, and they're like, wow. And then they put on another compilation. Nice. But like, Almost all of them were pizza. <laughs> I'm like, is this like a, a hit with kids? Like, babysitting is so last year. That was pre-pandemic yeah. scary stories. The, the real scary well, shit. Because people don't leave their Gig kids with strangers economy. anymore. Like, no, of course not. Babysitting is not something you can do in any no. since the pandemic at all. We, we don't let children watch children anymore. Like, that's not a thing no. that happens anymore. Good. Like, for better but and for worse, like, we have a, a much more, like, sheltered children situation. But delivering goods skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. People are at home. Maybe they're at home and they're, you know, cabin fever and they're restless and they want something and they will invite you to your home and then twist, I'm a psychotic, crazy person. But seriously, I was like, there's got to be a way we could spin this because I think telling scary stories would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, and we could knock it out. These things are like bare minimum. Like, this is the laziest bullshit. Like, oh, yeah. And a lot of them are like, they've gotten popular enough to where people submit stories, which again, I mean, they're all fake, obviously, but are like half truths. But the production value is bullshit. There is ripe opportunity for someone yeah. to come and show children how it's done. Yeah. That's all I got to say. We could do it. We could do it. I like it. I like we it. Do it. I like it. Another idea, this is random, but we haven't, obviously we've been doing a lot of casual stuff just because life has been crazy for lots of reasons for both Brad and I. Um, randomly, it was brought to my attention, or I remembered that um, Designing Women was a television show, mm -hmm. and that had been a long time since I have seen anything related to Designing Women, wow. and I forgot about it. Um, it hit me in two two places. There was something where people mentioned Designing Women, and I thought, huh, that's weird. Oh yeah, Designing Women was a show in the 80s mm -hmm. about strong women in the South. Okay. And then Anthony, the actor who played Anthony, showed up in one of the videos the kids was watching, as, as he is now, uh, playing a butler of some sort. 
it or something. And I thought, two? Coincidence? Obviously, because obviously coincidence is that there's no supernatural anything bullshit happening in the world. But I thought, should I revisit Designing Women? Streaming on Hulu? I could watch all of it. And then because of other things in my life, my wife and I were talking and thought, she asked, what are you guys watching on Ramjack? And I was like, nothing right now. We talked about, thought about going back to Mr. T or some other stuff. And I thought, you know what, what might be a neat idea? If we watch the first episode of a TV series and then the last episode of the TV series nice. to see how much changes and just go in blind in most cases. Mm -hmm. First episode of this, last episode of this. Don't, no, I'm not saying that we do Designing Women, though I'm hinting at it strongly. Yeah. Because no, I will do this myself. No, I'm down. Uh, even if we don't. But I also learned that the last season of Designing Women, on the season before the last season, two of the main actors just left. They were like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Understandable. And the last season, it was renewed, but then at the last second before they started production on what was to be the last season, they canceled it outright. So it never had a proper ending. Ah. So it's just a normal, it just keeps on going normal show, no real ending. The Sugar Bakers could still be down <laughs> in the South <laughs> a generation, just like they're still doing their thing. And it got me thinking, because I know there's so many interesting shows from the 80s. And we did it with Charles, we watched Charles and Charge up to when it ended, and then whatever that weird fan fiction bullshit <laughs> season and two. Yeah. I, I don't know if we can commit to watching full other than TNT because we do want to see that through eventually. Yeah. But I think it'd be so fascinating to do the first and last of any TV yeah, show. But, no, you know, I'm down. thoughts, I'm suggestions, down. anyone? Maybe we start with Designing Women and see what goes on. I don't know. But just throw that out there. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, I'll just think of some more shows. But yeah, I think we definitely start with Designing Women. That sounds like a goodie. There was another random 80s show. Someone else brought up Punky Brewster recently, and I was like, well, I know we tried that one. Mm -hmm. We got pretty far, but... It was a goodie. Um, Alex, I have another news item I'd like to talk about. Please do. What's up? Um, it's, it's, I, it, there's just some crime. There's some. I think it's important that, that you know let people know about crimes that are happening. Um, this is a crime happening in my area. I guess it could happen anywhere. Could happen anywhere. Um, this is a crime that's happening in my area. A man was caught and arrested for impersonating a hotel guest and a cast member as he took a gold necklace and an R2-D2 droid worth about $10,000, according to sheriff's reports detailing the man's scheme that unfolded across Disney property this year. What? <laughs> David Proudfoot, 44, of Kissimmee, is facing several criminal charges, including grand theft. Proudfoot caught security's attention last month as he pushed a cart on Epcot Resort Boulevard to Walt Disney World Swan Reserve. He wore a Disney World name tag that said David and a bright orange safety vest. The security officer noticed the behavior as suspicious and offered to assist the male with the cart onto the property. The male appeared confused about the location of loading docks or proper procedures of the Swan Reserve. Uh, security then called deputies to respond, the arrest report said. Proudfoot claimed to be David Rogers and said he was a Walt Disney, a Walt Disney Company employee stationed at Disney's Yacht Club Resort receiving division. But there were plenty of red flags that Proudfoot was lying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love everything about this article. I just skimmed it earlier, but it's so good. Disney security said there were no record of anybody with that name working at the company. The man who Proudfoot <laughs> claimed was his boss works in Burbank, California. And when Proudfoot, accompanied by the sheriff's office, went to the yacht club where he supposedly worked, he got lost. He clearly didn't know proper employee procedures. He couldn't open an employee locker where he claimed to have left his belongings. I love that he is like going through the motions like, 
like, yeah, yeah, just go over here to the uh, lockers. Oh, I can't seem to get my lock. This is my locker. This is where I left my belongings. I left my my ID in here. I would love to show it to you, but I just can't get into my locker all of us for some reason. What was that? God, I was 14 over. Oh, well, let me just let me just grab some water real quick. Where's the water fountain? You don't you don't know where the water fountain? I just I I usually just drink my bottled water, but I left it in my locker right here. Wasn't your locker the other one? Yeah. Uh -huh. oh, so good. <laughs> Finally, Proudfoot admitted his real name and showed deputies his driver's license, which this motherfucker, right. of course, had had like his ID on him the whole time and was just trying to get away with this. Authorities believe he was trying to distract them from the thefts, so he. So he led them around the yacht club. Proudfoot concealed his identity for three and a half hours, the report said. I mean, bravo for just wasting the cops' time for so long. Oh, yeah. Like, that's awesome. Proudfoot admitted he removed an R2-D2 droid worth between $6,000 to $10,000 from the Swan Hotel's third floor to an unknown location at the Swan Reserve. The report said Proudfoot was temporarily depriving the Swan Hotel of full use of the product. Whatever. Yeah, he, he stole it. Um, details about the R2 unit were not given, but it was likely one of the stationary models used for photo, tops, for photo ops at the resorts. Proudfoot also said he took a game machine called the Duck Catcher from the game center on the first floor of the Dolphin Hotel. The game is worth about $3,500, according to another sheriff's report. Proudfoot told a sheriff's sergeant he had an application for Walt Disney World security pending and was moving the items to show the weaknesses in the security of the resort in the hopes of securing a better paying job at Walt Disney World. Obviously. Listen. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm showing them the security loophole. Yeah. Yeah, but, you mean, didn't do the same when you started at your job, officer. I mean, I, listen, I just want to—I want to prove what I'm worth to them by showing uh, their the loopholes in the system so that I get the job. Look, in, in a lot of technical fields, officer, hackers will do what's <gasps> called white white hat hacking, where they mm -hmm. hack someone and then after they show the vulnerability, the company will give them a job. I'm thinking that carries over into Disney security guards. Also, huge fan of Star Wars. Just a huge fan of. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> it's important to me the R2 stays at this hotel. Proudfoot is represented by the public defender's office, according to court records. The office <laughs> does not comment on cases. A, a representative told uh, Walt Disney World News Today on Tuesday, it wasn't the first time Proudfoot, a disgraced educator, had been accused of stealing or lying about his identity. <laughs> a disgraced educator. On Valentine's Day, Proudfoot paid for a a seven hundred and a seven hundred three dollar gold necklace by charging it to somebody else's room at the Four Seasons Resort Orlando at Walt Disney World Resort, according to an arrest report filed May thirty first in Orange Circuit Court. The, the Baltimore Sun newspaper previously reported Proudfoot had been accused of stealing about fifteen thousand dollars from the school system in Baltimore County, where he once worked as an elementary school principal, according to a twenty fifteen story. <laughs> <laughs> the alleged theft involved fraudulent reimbursements in which Proudfoot said he was buying items for the school but did not, the Sun story said. By the time he was charged with the crime in Maryland, Proudfoot had already moved to Florida where he was working as assistant principal at Seminole County Schools. He soon resigned, the story noted. On social media, Proudfoot says he works as an educational leader and executive director for Foot Forwards to help the student. Foot Forwards website is no longer active. <laughs> <laughs> I like I love this clumsy scammer. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> so good. So wow. good. I love the I love everything about this story. <laughs> I, I love him leading them around for three and a half hours. <laughs> like, as he doesn't know how to, like, go to the employee area. Like, it's... Everything about it is just fucking glorious. Why did they humor him this long? Oh, because how could you not? How could you not when he's, like, just, like, just oh, wow. desperately trying to, like fake his way through this shit. Like, just see how long he can go. Let's just see how long he goes. He was an assistant principal at a school? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Until he got busted for scamming. I, I do appreciate the boldness, though. The boldness of it all. When you said $10,000 R2-D2 unit, my mind first went to the droids you can have Disney build for you that are around six to $10,000, depending on how you spec it out. And I was thinking, how did he get that made? Like, how did that happen? But apparently, like oh, you no, said, it's like, one yeah, of the ones like that the they have. Ones. Like, I, I think like the ones- Yeah, like, this is a photo op. Yeah, yeah, the ones you make and stuff. Like, I, you, I, you can probably drop a few hundred dollars, but I don't think you're, you're not getting to six to $10,000 on that nonsense. No, 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 Disney, the theme parks allow, they, they have a special catalog where you can buy like life-size, oh, oh, yeah, huge yeah. droids. But you can like fully customize them. I want an sure. R2D2 that's like the colors of the uh, <laughs> Jackson blue suede's, <laughs> all blue everything. Some affording events. I want to be able to control it with a remote. Like they can, you can do it. It's insanely expensive, and it's only for the rich. But yeah, yeah it's insane. That I mean. <sighs> I, I love how many schemes this guy's gotten away with, though. Like You like a schemer, man. I love you a schemer. You appreciate the schemers. I love a guy that is, like, pushing a cart with an R2-D2 to a hotel with a fake name tag, gets caught, and for three and a half hours tries to bullshit his way out of it. And then, in the end, claims that it's because he's applying to be a security guard and wanting to prove the loopholes. Did he think... Like, did he actually apply for a security guard? Or was this total bullshit? In my mind, I'm like, is he trying to, like, did he actually apply? And it's, like, not even a thing. Just so in his mind, he's like, I got an out just in case. Either way, it's hilarious. Fuck. Oh, like, I would I would love to just see the footage. I want to see, like, oh, I, yeah. I want to, like, I want to follow him around. I want there to be, I want to see body cam footage of this whole ordeal. Like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> That is awesome. And I also love that the that the article like the the a once dis, a disgraced educator. It's amazing. His mug shot. That is his mug shot. I'm assuming in the oh, picture yeah. you sent. Yeah. Hard times. Harsh. Love it though. I mean, let him go. Let him go. Let him go. So we can scheme again. Yeah. Listen, we need to we, listen, listen. There's a lot of important things going on in the world, but I think we all need to like like donate to the legal cause to free this hero. <laughs> he was just trying to prove the security vulnerabilities. Why can't we let him go? Do you think that the Supreme Court justices will try to pull that? Let's say that some miracle, our government gets gets its act together. It's like, you know what? Yeah, we're actually going to codify it, make an amendment and make gay uh, marriage legal, uh, any type of marriage, um, and also um, abortion rights and other things. And the Supreme Court justices, as they are on the, the docket to also expand the court and then get these motherfuckers out, they're like, guys, 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 chill out. We were just poking holes to see where the vulnerabilities were <laughs> in our democracy. Good job. You you did the thing we were hoping you would do. Federal society. 
originalist? That's all bullshit. We were just trying to put the, uh, we we're just trying to see the the holes in the no. <laughs> that's like that's like what Clarence no. Thomas says. Like once you do get that cold chain like wrapped firmly, it was like wait 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 wait. Yeah. I don't you know it's, I was I was just I was testing I was testing the the, the legal loopholes. The insurrection. His wife, who's an insurrectionist. Guys, guys, chill. It was all, it was all, it was all a ploy to see if you would notice it. Just, just wanted to this see. Is not, how different is this than p- me, like, having democracy in a shopping cart and pushing it across with a fake name tag, huh? R2-D2 is just like our democracy, no big deal, come on! No? Fuck! <laughs> she'll be on the stand for three hours, and then she'll just come clean. Alright, here's my ID. I'm an insurrectionist, fuck. Clarence Thomas, you're right. I wasn't trying to push boundaries. I'm just a fucking asshole and a horrible person. Okay. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. I'm Alex. That's Brad. Talk to us. What show should we watch the first episode of and the last episode of for Ramjack? Our personal email address (laughs) is brandon.shields1981 at gmail.com. Um... I mean, if anyone needs a job, Jackson's son is hiring. I think it would be hilarious if someone who didn't live in Jackson actually got the job. And yeah. they're like, okay, you, yeah, everyone's making the move to remote work. Why can't the journalism be outsourced to someone else? Yeah. You got interesting ideas. You can actually fucking write, and you have a sense of grammar, or control of grammar, which no one in recent memory has had. Seriously. As long as you don't make any Red Rover references, I think you're fine. Mm-hmm. Also, don't talk about crypto. The mayor really doesn't want us talking about crypto at all. It's keep that on the DL. Oh, no. The, the mayor thinks the mayor thinks it's going to make a comeback. It's going to make a comeback. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so coming don't, back. Don't, don't disparage it. Don't mention it. Yeah. Don't mention it unless you're saying, I can't wait till it's back. Yeah. Wait for a swing. Other than that, you're hired. Enjoy the summer. Get your cold chain and use it responsibly. Mm-hmm. You know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, also, stay cold out there. Have fun. Get in contact with us. There's a Ramjack Podcast at gmail.com. There's the website, ramjackpodcast.com. There's a Facebook group. There's also the YouTube channel. We're around. Figure it out and come talk to us. Do you have any scary stories that you'd like to submit for a potential Ramjack Presents? Ramjack Nights? <laughs> Scary stories for for your listening. Yeah, for your fear. Send us pictures of your fears. We'll make stories out of them. All we need is 10 minutes of footage to monetize anything on YouTube so we could be good. It's true. That's true. And friends, I know, uh, you know, a lot of dark things are going on. You know, there's a, a huge vacancy in the Jackson Sun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> journalism is dying. Um, our rights are all going away. Uh, presidents are throwing cheeseburgers. Like, uh, other presidents are doing less than you would have even guessed possible. Uh, but there's a solution for this. There's a simple, simple solution. What we gotta do is throw, overthrow all this bullshit and pack the court with Santa Clauses! Now we will sing Santa Claus is coming to town! I mean, should we replace the entire government with Santa Clauses? I mean, not that people like uh, well, that guy in Alaska tried. Yeah, Santa Santa Claus that ran uh, against Sarah. Well, was running in the primary against Sarah Palin. Unfortunately, he did not. He did not advance. They weren't ready for a Santa Claus government. I, I don't know how upstanding Santa Claus he was, though. If I remember correctly, oh no, he was very he was like straight yeah. up great. Yeah, he, he was, was legit. Very, yeah, yeah, he was. He was. I think he was DSA. 
So, so I, at least in theory, maybe replacing the Santa Claus, the government with Santa Clauses is a good idea just for the betterment of the government, regardless of what Alaska thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless of what Alaskans think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sarah Palin thought she could visually see Russia from, I, I don't know what she thought, but I mean- yeah. Among many, many other things that may not, maybe stretches of the truth or just like, oh, misunderstandings. I mean, I don't want to say she speaks for all Alaskans because she definitely doesn't. But regardless of what, I mean, come on. A Santa Claus platform is better than most of what anyone else, a Santa Claus party could be better than anything else anyone else is offering. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I was just going to see if there's any news on Sarah Palin's run. Yeah, but currently, uh, Sarah Palin, I guess, is in the lead. Boo. Oh, but that was like a month ago. That was like, this is the 12th. God, why isn't there not a more current article about this? She's in the running, so I guess we'll find out in August. Scott Conger, by the way, hasn't talked about crypto in a while for not some reason. Not a long time. Not a while. Oh, it looks like Scott, it looks like Scott Conger is supporting the rock, the Jackson Rockabillies. Oh, no, they won. No. Rockabilly, the Jackson Rockabillies won. And Blue Suede was a much better one. Classier. Yeah. What's the yeah, mascot yeah. look like? Is that next? Rock the Goat. Rock the Goat is their mascot. It's mediocre. A goat? Uh-huh. Yeah, a little rockabilly goat. Oh, actually, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, it's fine. I mean, the lettering could be disturbingly better. That R and that S is horrendous. But the actual yeah. mascot of the goat holding this um, Telecaster is actually not bad. I also love that they put the baseball bat as the neck of the guitar. A, a, a oh, game okay. recognized right. game is someone who actually designed logos for developmental NBA teams. I respect, except for the lettering, it's garbage. But that's besides mm-hmm. the point. It's hard to do this kind of lettering and nail it. I like it besides the lettering. I don't know if I trust that goat. The way that its eyes look. Oh no, no, I don't trust that goat. It might also be because very I, shifty looking goat. Because the word rockabilly accompanies it. There's just some baggage with that word. Yeah. And its whole ensemble of like, well, all right, I don't know about this goat. Yeah. I don't know if I can trust it. The way that it has its hair curling and like it's. Yeah. Plus, there's like all those dudes that were like in like the into like the and a couple of years ago when we tried to do like our rockabilly revival and there was just like mm. all the worst people seemed to be into that. Yeah. It was like it was not good. It was not good. So still scrolling, not seeing any mentions of crypto on Scott Conger's timeline. Yeah. Not not tweeting about it at all. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh wait, no, that's 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 April. <laughs> <laughs> Silent. When will the mayor speak? Hmm. Oh, May 20th. Okay, we got one May 20th. Nothing since May. Is there, is there anything? Uh, May. Ladies and gentlemen, if you apply for and get the position of new editor-in-chief of the Jackson Sun, and you're in that press room, every moment, press him about crypto. Yeah. Get the facts. Hmm. One more question, sir. Opening question. To Opening question of this panel goes to the new editor-in-chief of the Jackson Sun. Crypto, why the fuck haven't you talked about it? Um, May 20th. I have to be honest, I'm a little confused by the level of surprise regarding the Bitcoin bear market. Last year, so many people talked to me about the 2022 bear market. At Daddy Cool 1999 was one of them. We knew this was coming. <laughs> Did right. you? Did you? Did you? Also, um, Daddy Cool 1991 is definitely one of those fucking rockabilly yep. dudes. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Ugh. Oof. Yeah, he is. Oh. <laughs> oof. Oof. Yeah, this guy is the worst. He's all crypto. It's only crypto. Ooh. 